Welcome to the Feel Like a Million podcast. This is Amy Murphy. This is Amy and Louise, and we're here to uh, talk some good stuff. We are going to talk tonight about the importance of investing in yourself. This is huge. It's a huge topic. It's such an important topic. Love it. Don't you, Louise? We love it. We do, we do, we do. Yeah. So do you want to give a little intro on what we're going to talk about tonight and uh, we can get going? Yeah, sure. So I'm just going to say that if I start to look a bit sweaty, it's because we've got the heating on at home. So like it's getting really hot in here. So. You're just happy to see me. FYI, yeah, exactly. You're making me hot, Amy. You're making me hot. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless you. Your day sounds like it's been busy if you've had all those kids yes. to run around. We have like my three kids, plus there's two neighborhood kids. So there's five of them around the house today. It's been bananas. Yeah, it's insane. Your own kids is enough, right? You don't need anyone else's. <laughs> I know, I know. It's all good. Cool, yeah. So um, the topic of investing in yourself, like me and Amy were talking about this, and it's something that we all face as entrepreneurs. And I guess when you're from the coaching industry as well, you see it banded around quite a lot. And to be honest, when I was new to the industry, you know, coaching, being an entrepreneur, I just thought it was something that the coaches kind of span on or kind of like, regurgitated out to try and get your money I thought that you know oh they're just saying it because they want you to sign up with them they want you to invest in them and so it's a really important topic to kind of chew the fat around and that's why we wanted to talk about it because we want to give you our actual stories our opinion you know our where we've come what we've invested in and for me, when I talk about investing in myself, I don't just mean financially, I mean spiritually, I mean emotionally, I mean physically, I mean my time. So like when we say investing, we're not just talking about money, we're talking about like the mind, body and soul, which is what me and Amy are both big on. It's not just about the money. Like you, you'll you see us talking about money because obviously money is important no matter what anyone says, but it's about the whole package for me, and I don't know what, what you think, Amy. Yes, I fully agree. Um, I actually, um, you know, talk about heavily about that over on, if you go to um, milliondollarbathrobe.com, that's literally what I talk about over there is like the mod- body, mind, and spirit being all in aligned. And it, so I, yes, like that's very, very huge, very huge. Um, yeah, so it's, and uh, I, I wanted to talk about commitment as well. So for me, when I talk about investing, you know, whether we're talking about time, we're talking about emotionally or physically, for me, I see it as a commitment. So, you know, you'll see me and Amy as well talking about the um, the universe. Like we love all things woo-woo. We call each other woo-woo. So if you ever see us talking about each other, we call it each other our woo-woos. <laughs> so that's where that comes from. Um And so for me, it shows a level of commitment to the game. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, we all operate on a level of vibration. We're just basically atoms vibrating in a universe full of other things vibrating. 
And in order to get what you want from the other round, from another, you know, from the future, however you want to think about it, you have to be vibrating on that level. So what, how I see it as quite simply is that, you know, if you ever, if you've got a job or you're going for a promotion, usually you have to actually demonstrate that you can do that job, you can do that promotion before you've actually got it. And that's what it's like from the universe. You know, you're pulling out there that you're actually worthy of it before you get it. And that's called the law of vibration. So for me, when you invest money, that's a big signal saying, hey, universe, I'm ready. You know, I'm putting some money in. That's a big risk for me. I'm ready for the next step. Bring it on. Mm -hmm. Totally. Um, well, I was, when I was looking up kind of uh, definitions of like <clears throat> investing in yourself and the definition that, that came up with is to invest in yourself means to invest in your future. Material things come and go, but knowledge always stays with you. By investing in a coach or training, you learn new things, thus making yourself better. That is literally the definition from like what Wikipedia or whatever it was of investing in yourself. So everything that Louise is saying is exactly accurate and what we're going to talk about tonight is exactly all about that and how important it is and, and and like like we said it doesn't have to necessarily be you know um money it could be time it could be spiritual things it could be like you know even working out like putting time into working out you're investing into a better healthier body you know putting time into your spirituality into the you know meditating in your spirit that is investing into making your spirit stronger and better Right. So it doesn't always have to be money. It doesn't always have to be that based on that. So I just want to make sure everyone's kind of clear on that, that that's not exactly uh, what we mean straight off the top. Although it does. That is part of it, that it can be one aspect of it. There's so many other ways to invest in yourself and why it's really important to invest in yourself is because. You have to fill yourself up first. You hear this all the time, right? You can't give from an empty cup. You need to fill your cup up and then let the overflow go to the other people. Because if you're running on empty, there's nothing left for anybody else. You've, and it's not, yep, yep. it's not selfish to give to yourself first and fill your needs first. It's not selfish to fill yourself up so that you are full and you're abundant and then all the overflow can just go right where it needs to go. So um, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> a, a huge... A yeah, I, I, I think that's right. So let me, if I could just add to that, like I see this a lot in, um, especially as women, but also in like the healing um, industry, if you like, you know, people who are healers, people who do light work, people who maybe sometimes coaches, they tend to think that they need to give all of themselves um, and not get money in exchange. You know, you see that a lot. So what you said about filling your own cup first, mm -hmm. they think that they need to reach out and help people first before helping themselves. And like you said, you hit the nail on the head, you know, it's about yourself first and then the overflow. You've got the energy to give to everyone else. You know, it's not about helping everyone else first. It's really not. Mm -hmm. You're right. You're right. You, like we all, if we all took care of ourselves, if we all took the time to take care of ourselves first, we would probably have a more abundantly balanced. I know balance is a very uh, 
it's a crazy word that <laughs> never actually exists, but it would be probably a more balanced world because we're all taking care of ourselves first. We're all not running on empty, you know? Um, and, and yeah. you know, like, um, some ways to invest in yourself. Um, maybe, you know, um, you could do things. There's so many little things that you can do that are very simple and that don't even require a lot of money or a lot of time, or a lot of effort, but little switches, little things you can do, like, you know, getting a new hobby. That is something that's, you're learning something new, like a hobby, you do something and you get better at it, or it just fills you up. It makes you feel good, you know, doing something you love. If it's, a, you know, something you, maybe something you used to do when you're younger and you feel like a piece of you is missing as you're older, you're like, what's missing? Oh my gosh, I used to do this all the time. I don't do this anymore. Maybe go back to putting that in, you know, even one day a week, put that in your life again and see how you feel. That would be investing in yourself. That is something to make you feel good. You know, learning a new skill that could, that could help you in the future. Maybe that skill is something that builds onto something and maybe, maybe it helps you in, in a job or entrepreneurial endeavor down the road. That new skill might be something that helps you down the road. But if you don't go and try that new skill, then you, you know, you'll never know, right? You'll never, you'll never grow. You'll never yeah. learn. Um, for people yeah. in the, I go ahead. Um, I refer to them as my happy task. So um, I say that you should at least have one happy task every day. Mm -hmm. So for me, one of mine is having a bath. Like, you know, my kids stress me out as I'm sure yours <laughs> do and you're around them all the time. <laughs> yeah. Just going to the bathroom on your own is like, oh, yeah, I went to go to the bathroom on my own. But, yeah, for me, it's just simple, like going for a bath, you know, just literally sitting in the hot water and just even if my kids are running around and they're coming in every five minutes, at least I can have a little bit of relaxation. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. That can go a long way. Those, like, five minutes in the bath can feel so good and, you know, you took that time to refresh and cleanse um some, yeah. some other things for like that's that's all a part you know investing in yourself is a, is a big example of what self-love is right and like loving yourself is something that we all should do and I don't think that a lot of people necessarily do that enough you know like actually mm -hmm. love yourself like you love other people like a lot of people love on everybody else and they're you know, giving everybody everything, but it's like, what about yourself? You can, it's not, it's not bad or selfish to love on yourself and give, you know, give, give to you and fill you up first. Right. Yeah. Like a yeah, I agree. And, um, you know, we all have to start somewhere. One of the things I was thinking about today is that we have to start somewhere and it's not a case of always, um, having the money or the time to, you know, jump right in and do everything you want to do. So, you know, it's taking five minutes to yourself every day. It's, you know, buying a new book. It's, you know, taking a bath or, you know, it's those little things. And when it's building it up, you know, it's if, you, if you're serious about building your business, for example, it's starting off with buying a book or borrowing one or going to the library. And then it's, you know, group programs and then maybe it's mentoring and then it's coaching. It's a it's a, a process. It's, you know, we need to enjoy the process of the journey. And, you know, this is for me as well as it is for you. But I think often we just want to get to the final destination. And I think actually life is about 
sitting down on that train, looking out the window and enjoying that journey because it's the journey that makes you not the end goal. Mm -hmm. I really agree on that. Um, Like to never, never stop learning, you know, like that end Mm -hmm. goal is never, you know, is never actually there. There's always more. You hit this one, but then there's (laughs) something else down the road. It's like you're always you know, you're always learning and growing, like never stop learning, never stop growing. And exactly what you said, you nailed it right there when you said read more books and blogs, you know, uh, if you're, you know, in business, getting a business coach or a business mentor, that is huge because they always, I like the saying that they say, um, you know, you never want to be the smartest one at the table. You want to always, you know, like you don't want to be the smartest one. You want to be the person that's at the table with the people to learn from because you never want to, you know, want to stop learning and growing. You want to be inspired to keep growing and going. And, um, yeah, and I mean, that's that's really why we spend more money, isn't it, on coaching and mentors? Because, you know, the people mm-hmm. before us are the ones that are more successful. They're the ones that have made the mistakes. And they say, don't they, that, you know, successful people learn from their mistakes, but super successful people learn from other people's mistakes. And that's kind of what you pay for. You're not kind of paying to learn necessarily you're paying to like learn from the mistakes so you don't make them Mm -hmm. absolutely I fully agree with that um you know investing part of you know like investing in yourself would be like investing in new skills um and then developing yourself personally and professionally you know that can look like a whole bunch of different things you know um I feel like you know if you know, going, going to conferences, a lot of people, um, you know, they're like, Oh, what's the point of that? Or, Oh, I don't go to those. I cannot tell you my personal experience, how much I've invested in my person, like my business, what I do, I, you'll always see me at conferences. I'm always what at Ray Higdon's conferences at Eric Warry's conferences, like GoPro and, you know, rank makers. Like I'm always, going to these conferences, uh, I'm always l- literally buying like everything from all the mentors I look up to, like, you know, Fraser Brooks, I'm just going to name drop people here, but in my industry, you know, <laughs> the network marketing industry, there's a ton of people that I, I invest, I invest in their coaching and training so I can learn it for myself to make me grow. But then that also helps me grow my team too. I'm able to take what mm-hmm. I know and help grow other people. See, I fill myself up with knowledge and all the goods, and then I'm able to bring that over and spill what's left over, <laughs> you know, spill it all over yeah. and grow other people. So I, I feel like that's something that's so important. And some people think they get to a certain level in their business or their success, and they feel that they don't have to keep learning anymore. Well, even people like Eric Warre and Ray Higdon, who are at the top of the top, they even have mentors that mentor them. It's just the type of mentoring you, you do is a little bit different when you're at a different level, but you don't stop, right? They don't stop learning either, right? So I think it's pretty it's pretty awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. I mean, if you're if you're like dedicated to the growth game, then success is like inevitable, isn't it? You know, you've got to mm-hmm. you've got to be kind of like committed, whether it's free, whether it's money, whether it's spiritual, like Amy says, it's just always about what else can I do to be a better person and pass that knowledge on and keep that knowledge alive. I mean my mentor 
passes some amazing stuff on to us that he learned and then of course like his mentor learned and it's about keeping it alive you know and putting your spin on it you know everything that's out there has been done before but it's your way it's your voice and you know I think a lot of people feel there's too much competition in any industry nowadays because social media is like amazing at reaching people but actually it's it's your voice that people want to hear about. It's not the information. It's you. That's what people buy into. And so if you're ever at a stage where you feel like there's too much competition in what you do, then you've really got to ask yourself like, what, what your feels are, what, what's limiting you to make you believe that because that, that isn't true. That's something in your brain um, that's holding you back rather than seeing it as an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, some things that I think that people could do if if some, you know, on the very basic level, like um, if you're feeling like, okay, I'm really drained, I'm really empty, what can I do right now? What can I start with uh, just to kind of give myself some self-love? Some things that you could do right away is just literally um, give yourself a break. Give yourself permission mm-hmm to take a break today. It, it ta- I, need, I need to take a break sometimes. <laughs> I go a mile a minute. I personally need to take breaks. I think I need one very coming up very soon. Um, but, you know, just give yourself permission to shut off for a, for a, a designated period of time and don't feel guilty and don't apologize. You know, that is literally, yeah. you, that's something you could do right now. Be like, you know what? Okay. Don't apologize and don't feel guilty. Take a break that's something you can do for yeah. yourself and, right away and schedule it too and I know this sounds really daft but if you're the kind of person that literally is like all go all going her um you know fires blazing all the time and you know when you're a woman and you you're a mom and you're an entrepreneur your your brain is like 10,000 tabs open and it's going at like 100 times a minute but you need to schedule those breaks and that brain switch off time which is even more important than actually doing the actual work because it's when you're reflecting when you're taking time off when you're thinking about what you're doing it's when your mind is at peace is that you you can operate from a space that's creative rather than a space that's you know competitive and it's in that creative space that we get our best ideas I mean you know most of most of my good ideas come from when I'm either asleep I get ideas downloaded into when I'm on the toilet or when I'm you know in the shower or in the bath you know it's not when I'm in doing the planning it's when I'm taking time away um you know I'm I'm coming up with things that I can try and I can um work on rather than when I'm actually going that's funny you say that because the same thing happens to me with um we have in our host we started it last week and uh, we decided that Sunday is screen-free Sunday. So the family goes off their screens for a whole day. And as scary as that may sound, I can't tell you how much my brain started thinking. Like, I came up with so yeah. much stuff that I wanted to do this this last week. It was crazy. The ideas I had for 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 tons of things, whether it's around the house or my business or what have you. But my brain went crazy with ideas because I, w- I shut everything off, all the busy just shut off for the day. 
and so much stuff flooded to me. And even the times when I'm in the bath, I don't take my phone in the bath with me. Like I lay there and my brain starts to be creative. Or in the morning when I'm waking up, I find that's when a lot of stuff floods to me. When I first wake up in the morning, my brain is just fired up. And if I don't go on my phone right away, I usually like to write my things down that I want to remember because my brain is just fired right up after having a good sleep. So um, if you want to uh, advance your business or, you know, advance your life, um, I'm telling you, like, invest in yourself by taking some time off that phone. And, and I like what you said about scheduling in a time, because I actually put in my to-do list. I put, I had to schedule in. Okay. This is funny. I had to schedule in on Monday to schedule in my dentist appointments for my kids and myself, um, my eye appointments for the kids and a massage for myself. Cause my back is killing me and I have been traveling and never had a chance to have a massage yet. So I had to schedule in the time that I'm going to call to make the schedule to put it in the schedule. <laughs> but if I don't put it that in the schedule, crazy. I won't do it. I won't. Doesn't happen. I don't get the, I don't get anything booked. I don't make the time to call, to call the, the places to book my appointments in. So I had to actually schedule that in. Yeah. But you know, I actually schedule yeah. in my schedule. If you look at my, um, oh, my phone's upstairs. Maybe it must be upstairs. Um, oh no, I'm using my phone. I'm using my phone to talk to you guys on. <laughs> um, oh, no. I think I need to go have a break after this. Okay, time for a break. Tomorrow's Sunday, so I'm getting my break tomorrow. I'm giving myself permission to be off the phone all day. Um, but in my schedule, I have planned shut phone off. Every night at 10, I have to remind myself to shut my phone off at 10 because I won't stick to it. If it's not in my schedule, it's mm. like it doesn't exist. I have a Google planner and I put everything in, even yeah. calling to make appointments, um, you know, call to, you know, do like time with kids, time with hubby. Like I literally block in my times and I even have shut phone off yeah. every night at 10, shut phone off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's me giving myself yeah. permission to do it. Right. I, when I put it in my planner, that's yeah. me saying, you're allowed to have that massage. You're allowed to have that phone off. You're allowed to go be with your kids. Give yourself permission to take those times for you and your family. Um, some examples yeah. of, uh, you know, of financially investing um, would be, you know, creating multiple streams of income is a huge thing you can do for yourself. Because remember, investing in yourself means investing in your future. And if you financially mm -hmm. want to have a better future or a stronger future, um, one of the best things you can do for yourself, they always say what millionaires have like, like multiple streams of income, seven, seven streams yeah. of income. Right. And so, you know, find financially investing in multiple streams and that could look like many different things. It doesn't have to be in the sense of, Oh, you know, network marketing, have another marketing business. It could be anything. Right. But just in having yeah. different sources of income is a very smart thing. Because if one thing you're doing, say you say you have a, a corporate job and this is your only source of income and then your job position gets taken away, what do you do, right? You have to go on social you know, assistance, find another job, you're scrambling. But if you have your corporate job and then you have something else or something else, if you have other streams of income, then if one goes down, you always have a pick-me-up. 
right? It's a really smart yeah. thing to do. And it's not just like a pitch to be like, oh, join my team. Like it's not, it's not about that at all, <laughs> you know, yeah. but that's. And it's, if you, I mean, it's about you, Amy, but I love reading stories of like really super rich and successful people. And um, two things about their stories, mainly actually three things. What um, most of, most of the super successful and rich people that you read stories on is at some point they've, um, they've hit rock bottom. You know, a lot of them started off at really, really poor, you know, literally living on benefits or at the point where they're suicidal, that type of thing. And they've literally built up a need of having to. That's the first thing. The second thing is usually along their journey, they've either lost money or invested a lot of money. I'm talking a lot of money, you know, a big chunk of money to get them to where they need to be. And thirdly, like Amy said, you know, they they have different pockets of um, in, in income that comes in. You know, a, a lot of it probably doesn't come in. You know, they probably invest in more streams than seven, but they've got their their risk spread, and that's that's the point. You know, and when you read these stories of you know billionaires and multi billionaires, it, it's all down to you know how they manage their finances what they put their money into and what they've got you know it's it's not a case of luck it's it's a case of strategy it's a case of um getting mentors that know more than them it's it really is based on so many things and I think it's easy to read Facebook ads nowadays um and and read them is as if you know it, it took that person only six months to get to where they are but in reality you haven't heard their backstory you know where where were they were 10 years before that so you know, don't always assume that success has been overnight success has been easy success hasn't been without hardship success hasn't been without sacrifice it's all of these things that have built up over time over a compound effect that has got that person to where they've gone to be. And, um, you know, that that is what people forget often about success and money mm-hmm. is that there's a lot going on underneath. Well, yeah, I could even use myself as an example because when I started, you know, the company that I'm in, uh, like four years ago, I got successful within two and a half years, you know, doing seven figures. But, and everyone thought, oh yeah, like where did this girl come from? She just made you know, seven figures in two and a half years, but people don't, didn't know my story that 17 years before that I was in 10 different companies and I failed them all. Right. Like I didn't, I was very, and I tried a lot of other things. Like I tried to do other traditional type businesses too, you know, like starting my own beauty companies or promotions companies, or I was doing all kinds of other things that I tried and failed at. But people only saw the the tip of the iceberg, you know, tip of the iceberg. They saw the successful part and they didn't see all the other stuff behind. So it's the same yeah. kind of thing what you're talking about there. And um, moving to like, you know, physically investing in yourself, you know, exercise is a good thing. You could, you know, uh, if you don't exercise, maybe allowing yourself some time in the day um, and 
you know, like that, that would be a, a good thing to do, you know, meditation for spiritual, spiritual, like mentally investing, meditating, reading, uh, things, you know, like that. So there's all kinds of different things when it comes to investing in yourself in all the different realms. I encourage you guys to like make a list, you know, make a list of, you know, mm. body, mind, and spirit, and maybe make a list of each section, like subsection, body, mind, spirit, and then write down below those sections things that you could do that that you would uh, could do to invest in yourself in those section, sections of your life um, and then give yourself permission to do them and yeah. schedule them in use your, use your google schedule <laughs> and schedule that in and give yourself permission <clears throat> yeah definitely and you know like I said before it's a um it's like a stepping stone so you know we usually all start off with the free resources and there are so many free things out there that you can get started you know we all start off looking at YouTube we all start off following successful people and seeing you know how they show up what are they talking about on lives you know what are they writing about how do they write you know looking at their copy you know kind of get in a bit um I guess, guess like a bit like a stalker, professional stalker, you know, hunting down the people that you absolutely love and admire, maybe not just for the success they have, but just because of who they stand for, what their integrity is, and really seeing, well, I want to emulate that person because of, and it's kind of getting inside their heads, and you can do that all for free, and and then from free, you know, you'll get to a stage where you're buying books off them, Maybe you're borrowing them and then onto that, you know, you're looking at courses and then maybe you might step onto like a group course and then, you know, when you're up um, enjoying all that stuff, the next stage is looking at coaching and mentoring and masterminds and, you know, there are some amazing programs and amazing people out there that do some amazing work in the coaching industry and it's just about finding your way and, you know, one of the things that me and Amy are uh, passionate about as well is intuition you know I think um intuition within yourself in your own coach and your own mentor is one of the most powerful things that you can connect to as a woman but also as an entrepreneur it's knowing when something feels good following it following it even though the fear is there and the fear will always be there and Amy's done some amazing things with her business I'm sure she was scared on so many occasions but it's following that fear and if you're scared then that means you need to follow it even more you know if it's those big scary ideas and and plans it's like yes follow that because that is gonna that is gonna make you grow it's gonna bring in the money it's gonna get you on the right path it's really about following what feels good and you know if it feels bad then don't be afraid to move away and that includes you know I I talked about this, I think, in the group the other day. I declutter my life. So I will get rid of photos. I will get rid of messages. I will get rid of people that don't match my energy. And that's not me being harsh. It's about being surrounded by the right people, uh, the right people for you. I'm not saying it's always about being around successful people. It's about people who make you feel good about yourself in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Going back to what you're saying about um, success, uh, you know, being co- uncomfortable is a good thing uh, and being fearful is OK. Um, the, that saying is that success is on the other side of fear. 
It is so true. Um, you know, do what scares you, you know, give yourself permission, do it. If it not if it, don't do things that you don't feel good, like use your gut and your intuition if it doesn't feel good. But if you're scared, that's a different thing. If you're scared, it's probably the right thing to do, right? Like if you're fe- if yeah. you have an idea and it's a big, hairy idea and it scares the heck out of you, that's when you should do it the most. Because guess what? You might fail at it. You might. But guess what happens when you fail mm-hmm. at something? You learn, right? If you don't fail at things, then you don't learn things. And learning is a part of growing. So therefore failing is a part of learning and growing. So I always say, feel a fear and do it anyway, you know? And um, if things feel bad, like gross and upset and horrible, like "Eh, alarms go off. No, that's not being that. That's just, you know, use your (laughs) gut. But when you have an idea that you feel you want to do, it's like, yeah, go for it. You know, don't be afraid. Yeah. And it's, um, it's inspired action, isn't it? You know, when you're on the right path, um, your work will not feel like work. I mean, yes, you'll get tired, you'll get stressed, you know, maybe you'll feel scared, but it'll be something that you can do without feeling like work. You know, we've always, we've all had those crappy jobs in the past where you kind of dread turning up to, takes a life out of you but this is something that's complete polar opposite to that so this is I'm going to show up today I'm going to do this and I don't care if I get paid for it or not this is me doing my thing because I love doing my thing this isn't me doing my thing because I want people to pay me this is me doing it anyway because I'd do it even if the money wasn't there um you know it's that it's inspired action with fear you'll always be scared um unless you numb out those feelings and that's really not healthy either (laughs) I've had that I had anxiety for over 30 years and it's like a numbing feeling and that that isn't that isn't the right way feeling fear is actually very healthy (laughs) feel the fear and do it anyway (laughs) yep 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 so so Uh, do you have any uh, more that you wanted to kind of add on that I feel like I said everything uh, I guess I would need to share a few stories, if I may. Um, yeah. And I guess it'd be interesting for you to do the same, Amy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think um, when we talk about investing in, in yourself financially, obviously we we hear of like horror stories, don't we? You know, oh, I, I it bought this program and this all went wrong and that type of thing. And I guess I've got two stories, like one story where, you know, I did invest in myself and it did go a little bit wrong. Um, and then another story where it's, it's going like amazingly well so I wanted to compare and contrast because it's really important for you to understand the difference and maybe pick up on the mistakes that I made so you don't have to make those mistakes you know like I said before successful people uh, learn from their own mistakes super successful people learn and usually pay um, to to, um, you know shortcut and not and get around those mistakes others have made so I mean, I, um, when I was fairly new to the coaching game, I invested in myself. It was about $3,000 of someone that I'd never met and never spoken to. And I spoke to her and I got this feeling that it was a good program, but I was really scared. And anyway, working through the program, I didn't feel like this program was for me. It was very general. I didn't get what I needed out of it. I felt like I'd been missold in a way. And The reason why I tell you about this program isn't to scare you. It's to say that, you know, 
it can happen. It can happen. You know, if you've been burnt in the past, you've put your money somewhere and it hasn't worked out. Um, it can happen. But for me, it was very valuable for me for being burnt right in the beginning because what it did for me, and hopefully this will be the same for you, is that it gave me a learning experience. It made me see and experience a situation firsthand from a coach who was appearing to be very successful. And it made me realize that I would never, ever want to be like that. I would never, ever want to get people on my programs. I wouldn't ever want to get people to work with me if I didn't truly believe and know that I could get them where they wanted to be. And it was about them and not me. So, yeah, you know, it cost me money to make that lesson and learn. But the knowledge that I got and the growth that I got from making a bad decision you know, was actually really, really valuable to me. Um, And, you know, we've all spent money on stuff that doesn't work out. That is kind of just a bit how it works sometimes. And I don't know if you've got any stories like that, Amy. Oh, my gosh. I have very similar stories, (laughs) actually. Um, (laughs) I invested a lot more into into something, and it wasn't what uh, it was cracked up to be. I don't want to, like say names or anything, but, but it was great because I learned a lot of skills. Uh, it forced me to learn some skills, uh, that I, that I wouldn't have normally had because, you know, I want to pay for this, you know, service to have and these things to have. And, uh, I ended up learning how to do it all on my own, which was great. So it was a very expensive lesson. I'm about to sneeze. I think, (laughs) um, it was a very, very, very expensive lesson but I definitely learned a lot of skills from it. And on the other hand, I have invested in some really great coaches, really great training that has, has been awesome. So, um, both ways, you know, I, I never get upset. I wasn't even upset, like losing the amount of money that I I lost because I was like, you know what, that was my learning lesson. I will not spend that kind of money again not really knowing what I'm getting into and you know what I mean? But even at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm still thankful for that experience because I did learn from it. So that it wasn't for all for nothing. So I invested and, you know, kind of lost some money, but I actually gained some great knowledge. So it's, it's money, money's just energy, right? It's just, you know, it's okay. You know, if you have good karma and you have good thoughts about it, then it will come back around again. That's how I kind of feel, right? Yeah, definitely. And for me, it was about drawing the line. And I guess for some people who, you know, maybe have lost money in the past, you might think, well, I'm not doing that ever again. But the thing is, you need to just keep going at the same thing. But obviously, with more knowledge, like you said, Amy, you know, you're now a bit more aware of what, you know, maybe not even a trap that you fell into but you're a bit more aware of maybe the questions you're going to ask this time because you've seen it you've done it you've experienced it and that was certainly the case for me and you know when I hired this amazing mentor you know I did all the things I should have done before I looked him up online you know I I looked for genuine case studies I spoke to people who'd actually worked for him you know I got to speak to him on the phone you know, and, and, and the difference is light and day. And sometimes it's almost like you've got to be willing to 
almost make mistakes in order to get on to the next step and mm-hmm. the next step because if you're afraid of failure if you're afraid of making a mistake then you're not going to have that opportunity to grow and you're not going to learn anything you know it would be amazing wouldn't it if we all had amazing success every day but really you know you need people to say no to you you need people to call your names you need people to do all this bad stuff to you to make your armor even more thick skinned like I think sometimes I've got you know thick rhino skin when people say stuff to me because I've heard it before you know there's nothing anyone can ever say to me that most of the time I've not said to myself but 10 times or a million times more Mm -hmm. negative so you know there there is nothing that can get through from anyone else to be honest to me well that that saying fail forward fast is a really great saying you know that's be afraid to fail and you know it's better to do imperfect action than stay still and try to be perfect right imperfect action is way better uh to to do it imperfectly to fail to learn than to just stay still try to be perfect and not move anywhere so there you go and just like again start with where you are now I think um in any game that you're in whatever industry whatever business I think we're always thinking right once I've got x amount you know about of money or once I've got x skill I'm gonna do y but actually, it's like, no, you know what? Just have a go, <laughs> even if you do it like Amy said imperfectly, and you will. You know, we're all beginners at everything until we start. Um, you know, and it's about making it better for the next time and, and just, you know, having having fun with it. I think having fun with what you're doing is the most important thing. You'll just attract more things to have fun with. Um, that's just how it works. And it does feel uncomfortable, you know, it, it does feel a bit uh, icky at times, but, you know, that's when you kind of know it's the right thing for you. I agree. I agree. Well, this has been wonderful, you guys. Thank you guys for tuning yeah. in. If you're catching the replay, feel free to, you know, let us yeah. know what you think. And uh, we'll be back again. We'll have other topics. We'll have other uh, stories. So we're happy to be here and share. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> And I guess if anyone's got any ideas for topics or, you know, any questions that are popping in your head that you'd love to ask, mm-hmm. then send one of us a message and we'll, you know, we'll design a session around that. So we're really committed to growing this community as well. So if you've got anyone who wants to join, then it's open, you know, bring it, whoever you want to this, um, because we, we, we just love being here and helping you guys. We do. We do. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Louise. Thank you. Thanks, Amy. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to our Feel Like a Million podcast. Have a wonderful day, and we'll see you soon. Bye.